Hello, welcome to Let's Drone Out with uh, me, Clinton, aka Ectraz, Mr. J Chipko over there, and Tony FPV Vegan Man. So, okay, let's start this again. You know, like, uh, welcome, welcome, welcome to Thursday night. It is Let's Drone Out. I thought we'd no. done a good job. Well done. Tony. Thank you. Come on, Tony. I've got some appreciation. Right. See that? You know, you had to redo <laughs> my work, undo everything I just did, all that hard effort. No, no, no. Actually, really, what I wanted to do is get it in the bin. <laughs> I'm not very good at introductions. So just try. Oh, here we go. Bonjour. Welcome to Let's Throw Them Out. See? As you can probably tell, everybody, we're a little bit tired. We're a little bit sun stroked up and uh, a little bit yeah. disheveled. However, we are here every Thursday to give you hopefully some entertainment, if nothing else, maybe some news and some opinion. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, you know, we haven't got a guest on this week. It feels a little bit like we we have to just chat now and talk stuff. <laughs> and hello to uh, there are There are some people in the chat room. Um, we have Striker FPV, Zero FPV, Blood TV, and we're going to find all the people with the FPV as their. Uh, Mitch, we got. <laughs> Mitch, Mitch, you don't get a mention because you haven't got FPV at the end of your name. <laughs> Mr. Frost. Uh, Matt Mr. Frost oh, Scotty FPV, there we go. So, a prerequisite now to join the chat is you have to have FPV at the end of your name. <laughs> Otherwise, everybody. Your name's not Dan, you ain't coming in. <laughs> that was a very good track, actually. In the rave it was. It was. God, we're showing our age, Jay. I know. Which track was that? It was uh, oh, a. Shut up, Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't know it. In fact, anyone that knows uh, your name's not Dan, you're not coming in. Kicks Like a Mule, I think it was called. It was Kicks Like yeah. a Mule. Yeah, yeah. So, you had to go out and take lots of uh, drugs and stuff. <laughs> White Spy underscore FPV. White Spy's in. What's up? Bringing in the international thing uh, from over in the across the pond. So, yeah, um, in Florida. Yeah. Well, we've had some awesome weather here in uh, the United Kingdom. Um, we've hot. been quite lucky, actually. But well, what I've done, everyone's too hot to fly. Or the goggles <laughs> get sweaty and everything like that. It seems like the British way is to always complain. That's what we do best. <laughs> yeah. We complain about politics, yeah, we complain about flying, we complain when we can fly, we complain when we can't fly, we complain when it's raining, we complain when it's cloudy, we complain when it's sunny. Speak yep. for yourselves. Speak for yourselves. G'day, Chris. Welcome to this uh, week's yeah. Let's Drone Out. Uh, so, no FPV in the name. We should, Dan, Danny, do you want to come on and give us a little uh, rundown on um, Western Park? Because obviously one of the biggest events of the UK, and some would say even the best event of the UK, has been um, the Western Park Hedyfest style um, flight fest-esque uh, show in the UK. NJ Tech's on the uh, biggest car park in the world. Listening in, sups, fella. <laughs> yeah, Joker, Joker, uh, F well, Joker Vision said uh, it was too hot to fly at Western Park. I mean, last weekend was truly spectacular. Um, and actually, my fan on my goggles was working overtime. Trying I was to actually, I was, I was actually going because I was supposed to be at Western Park. I just had so much stuff come up, I never made it, but. Did you not go? I thought you were doing the. Um, yeah, I was. I was helping. Uh, I was helping um, Gary with the with, with the OBS stuff. But to be fair, he's down it nailed. But I had problems with 
kids and problems with this and problems with that. So I never made it in the end. But I'm good about it because I saw some of the videos and it did look pretty awesome. I haven't been there yet. It actually looked like a track that I wouldn't have minded after seeing um, people fly because it, it actually looked quite doable for me. So I like fast, big tracks. and right, Smaller tracks. Yeah, small and technical just do my head in. I like going fast, but that looked quite doable. I saw a I saw a video of a wing or a, a quad or something with pyrotechnics all over it flying around. That looked pretty spectacular. And I've heard some. I've heard they've done some pretty insane and massive stuff out there. But yeah, I was I was actually proper gutted. I was actually proper gutted. But by the time I was done and ready to go up there, it was like ten o'clock in the morning on Sunday, and it would have taken me a good four or five hours to get up there. Yeah. <laughs> so. I would have been there. Uh, I, home. I haven't actually been, but uh, maybe next week we'll get a little let's drone out posse up that way. And uh, uh, Joker says, uh, yeah, apparently Gavin had a lot of problems with the computers overheating. So I guess they needed some fan with your, your vine leaf to fan the computers to make sure the uh, live. <laughs> I literally would have been sitting there with a bit of card. That was your job, wasn't it? And you failed. <laughs> Terrible. I feel, well, I don't know if I feel bad now or relieved. Can you imagine the stress that would have been watching these computers die every five minutes? There's nothing worse. <laughs> so, yeah. Mitch, I, Mitch, I think we're live. People are actually talking to us. Mitch, are you uh, in a different time zone, maybe? Are you. Uh, are you on Clinton's uh, time zone where he gives guests an hour later than it should, uh, an hour earlier than it should be? Are we still, are we still on this? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was only a couple of weeks ago, I think. BST <laughs> yeah, versus you. Well, we wanted to you just say five hours from now. That way you don't have to worry about their side time zone. But if it's a couple of days ahead, you've got to estimate, you've got to say, like, like you know, 76 and a half point two hours from now. Hours from now. Yeah, T minus 75 hours. How's that? Yeah. <laughs> all, uh, I, I mean, no, but Western Park is always one of those things. I was supposed to be away and things didn't quite happen how they were supposed to, but I, I uh, ended up not being able to make it. But uh, yeah, it did look, I mean, I've seen some of the footage as well, and it appears nine year old kids are now giving us all the run for the money. Well, they've got reactions of like cats, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. Just, just, a, just that's old boys. Tell them what to do, and they'll just absolutely. Well, <laughs> speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm moving over to wings now because it's, it's, uh, you don't have to be so fast. See. Well, actually, I've noticed there's quite a few uh, wing videos of yours coming up uh, online on YouTube. It's just been so nice. Uh, it's been wing flying weather, isn't it? Really, no wind. Um, lovely long nights. So I've just been going out every pretty much every night this week. Uh, I've gone out to Hidden Valley and all places near and yeah, flying the wing and really enjoyed it. Um, I love it when there's just no wind to fly a wing and you, you get that really nice footage. It's just 20 minutes FPV and going exploring and having fun. Um, I really, really enjoy it. I've been, uh, I've had a wing for God knows how long, but um, I swapped four little b ESCs for a wing. No, no VTX or anything. I'll add that later to it. Later to it. But I'm actually going to get it this weekend. So all I need to do is put a receiver on it and go fly. You'll you'll really love it. It's if you get the right setup. I mean, I've got a TBS. I can't even say it. Capriani, Cap, Capi, I call it. Cappuccino. Cappuccino. I've got a TBS Cappuccino, and it carries a GoPro and I and a 5,000 milliamp 2S. I run it on. So not and it doesn't go frothy. Makes uh, Tony go frothy at the mouth. 
it does and it's nice i mean it's 20 minutes of just cruising around i mean it's not fast i didn't want it to be fast i wanted it to stay in the air for 20 minutes and it does yeah. um, sounds sounds really boring it's not boring it's, it's i think not. when you start it's about just gliding along isn't it and you can do rolls and inverted flight you can do all like that, that if you want to but I think even even with the mini quads and stuff, a, a few times I've just gone out and thought, you know, I can't be bothered to do rolls and loops and stuff, and you just end up sort of cruising around a big field or Hidden yeah. Valley's Hidden Valley's a prime example, like sort of heading up the hill and having a look around and finding bushes and going and seeing if you can see anything and then coming. That's out. exactly what I did last night on the some longest night of the year. I went up there, met Bradders up there and flew my wing out. Went out right we went from a different point on top of a hill and flew right out to a different barn, uh, you know, a broken down barn and we were looking around and it's just something different, you know, 20 minutes, beautiful sunsets and stuff. It's fun. And you can go out and just chill. It's all about chill flying for that, for that 20 minutes and not that two and a half minutes of pure upside down, flipping around, you know, all that schmalarkey. So just fill me in on one part of the video, one of the videos I saw with um, and he came along and picked up a wing and said, sorry, Tony, what actually happened? Oh, that was Dan. That was um, oh, that was, uh, that was my last battery, actually, so it wasn't too bad. Um, we were flying out to the barn at Hidden Valley, you know, the, the famous barn we all fly out to. Yeah. Uh, we were flying out to the barn and then along and then down a crop field and then back over to ourselves and we were just doing a circle and trying to film each other. He had a 4S, um, really small bonsai, I think it was called, a really small wing. So he had to go pretty fast all the time or have high revs. Uh, and at this point he was tailing me and he just throttled up, forgot he was on 4S and just went straight into the back of my prop. It didn't break the prop, but it, it broke the motor mount, which is all wood. Uh, so it snapped that, and as soon as it snapped, I disarmed, but I could still um, glide it down, which I, which I did without smashing it to bits. It had his GoPro in it as well, which he was lending me, because both my GoPros are uh, not working very well. Really? Yes. So GoPro 3 and 4 are now not. Well, I need to decommission them. I need to actually smash them up with a hammer. So I don't keep taking them out and getting disappointed that they work for five minutes and then stop working. But yeah, he, he went into the back of me and uh, crash landed, but we we found it and stuff and just had a really good time. It's actually really quite hard to follow each other with a wing because you're just constantly like that. But it's it was fun and it's really fun going down across the cornfields about two one two or one foot off the cornfield. Um, yeah, I think that's the difference, isn't it? And you get the 20 minutes, so you don't have to run into all your different maneuvers and, and hope yeah. to you just It's just such nice, it's just really nice chilled out flying. I didn't think I'd like it, but I got um, Gabe, Gabe Robinson to build me a wing. Um, got that wing and then I bought the cappy because I knew it could carry a GoPro. And uh, the footage is great. And last night was lovely. Um, Striker says that he's actually using 3S now on his pods and stuff. And I can't remember the last time I tried a 3 cell on the, on the pod, but 
actually it, it does change your flying style a lot. You're not you're not there just to punch up and, and have the fast moves. Sometimes it's about just that gentle exploring or, or Sunday flying mode. I like. Yeah, Hang, hangover mode. Three S. Yeah. I, te- I tell you, what, hangover batteries. I was uh, lucky enough to see a three S uh, quad last night. That is absolutely insane. And in fact, I will paste the link. In the yeah, chat. man, that was the lizard. I take it. A lizard, yeah, the 95 millimeter brushless machine lizard. It does look good. I've looked at um, a few different videos, and then I saw um, I watched video. I watched my subs in the morning while I'm eating my toast and drinking my tea before I go to work. And um, NJ's come up, but I was looking at his guns most of the time and weren't really paying much attention to the quad. His guns. Guns. Yeah. You mean his arms? Yeah. What NJ? Wow, hey, you've got a little admirer there. I think Tony's like uh, Tony and NJ, eh? Yeah. No, nothing like that. You know I'm so homophobic. Hey, are you dribbling, Tony? Are you looking at him again now? <laughs> Put your tongue in. Put your tongue in. Oh, <laughs> no, but I was very impressed by it. It was. Uh, it looks really, really cool, doesn't it? It's you know, like nice. on the old like QX90s and that. They they're not loud. But I kind of expected before I saw this thing take off that it was going to scream and, and uh, make a lot of noise. But actually, it's surprisingly quiet and yet so agile and so so much fun. If I had and fast. Hundred... Oh, they're very fast, actually. And on and 3S fact, as well. Looking on the DVR, it looks just like a big quad. And I know that's been said about the QX90 and stuff. They act the same way. But this this did just the maneuvers and everything. It looked amazing. So Once again, NJ causing us to spend money that we don't really have all the time. <laughs> Yeah, 110 quid in it without receiver or something like that. Well, does receiver, I think. So. What? What is it? A three inch? Two inch prop. Two. Uh, 95, 95 mil. It's a two inch, and it's that fast. Wow. But it's brushless. It's a six thousand kV motors, um, yeah. running five blade props. So. Um, I know. I think I've even seen someone put a four cell on it, but uh, change the gem pan, uh, put the gem pan props on. So I think we'll we'll see probably more tinkering from the NG Tech world to see what these things are truly capable of. But I need to catch up on his. I need to catch up on his videos. I'm uh, I'm a little bit behind. <laughs> well, actually, he, he hasn't been posting many lately. He's, he's not been playing the old guitar, isn't he? I think he's been um, taking ice core samples in Antarctica. He has been saving Chernobyl from uh, nuclear meltdown. He has been uh, saving wildlife in uh, foreign in, in Africa against poachers. Oh well, I like that bit. Wow, I didn't realise he was doing yeah. so much stuff. That's crazy. Yeah, You never know where he is or what he's doing. But I think that's half the reason he hasn't been able to get to his. Um, his flight flies to space next week, isn't he? It's like onto the uh, international. No, he's been to space. He's going. He's just sending up a rocket to space next week to resupply the uh, international space station. <laughs> to, to, to find out if a quad will fly in zero gravity. <laughs> <laughs> I would like. Uh, to see, yeah. actually, I would love. I'd love to see a quad trying to take off on the uh, international space station. Just. It wouldn't work. I know it, it wouldn't, wouldn't work. work. I know it wouldn't work, but can you, can you imagine that? Something that's not going to work and it just spin. Why? Actually, well, inside the international space station. It would do something, wouldn't it? No, no. Inside Wait. this international space station, it would work because you've got air, haven't you? You've got, they need to breathe something. That's that's interesting. But another thing as well was like if you held it there and throttled up, like full throttle and just let go, in theory, it should just stay there. No, not inside the space not station. inside the spaceship. No, well, in the space station. Outside, if you put it outside. Yeah. Okay, so how does a rocket work then? Ion drive, isn't it? I, I mean, I don't know. I haven't 
thing where I heard the rocket. If a quad doesn't can't push against because anything rocket, in space, how does a rocket? Because a rocket is ejecting gases out of the end, which then the you know the law of. Uh, so what's the difference between ejecting gases and moving air or whatever? Or no air. Air. Okay, <laughs> come on, Jay, tell tell me. Right, right. Okay. In a vacuum, in a vacuum, you've got nothing acting against the props as they spin. Therefore, it doesn't push the thrust down. It doesn't draw air at the top and push it down. So. Actually, there's even a point that if you took a quad off at the top of a, a mountain, if it's too heavy, it will not take off because it can't it overcome air. air to push down to overcome, you know, the, the effect of gravity. Right? So. Could you do? You, would you like to join our Patreon? We are going to send Jay to space and yes! test this theory. Too too bad. Oh, I'm going there first, and maybe NJ will take us up on his next space mission. <laughs> I'm friends with Branson. We could do that. <laughs> That's indeed. We are doing rocket science now. Well, Tony's learning about rocket science. Um, Learn something new every day. Like BST and GMT are completely different things. Um, yeah. You know. yeah. So you put that one up now. <laughs> I can't believe we're heading towards winter already. That sucks. Uh, Tony, 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 don't be so depressing. It's only the day after the summer solstice. We're still in yeah. summer. We've still got autumn. But it's Maybe going that way, isn't it? I'll let you say that when the trees start turning red and, and the yellow and yeah. brown. Right, okay. I've got. Who's heard of uh, Beyond Visual Line of Sight as it relates to uh, drones and other flying stuff? Is that when you drill a hole in the end, of your, in, in, like where you've got your fat sharks and you put a hole in the end so you can see your quad while you're flying? No, technically, beyond visual line of sight is once you fly your quad on goggles outside of where you can't see it from a maintained thing. But this uh, news this week is a French mob um, have successfully tested flying a, a, a drone or at least it's, you know an, an autonomous vehicle 30 miles um, beyond visual line of sight using a mobile phone network. So awesome. I wonder what the delay was like on that. Yeah, but if you think you probably don't need that much, you just feed it, go to that coordinate, and then as long as it gets there and it feeds back, it doesn't have to be real time. It just had GPS yeah. and stuff. It wasn't like FPV all through. Oh yeah, I don't think it would have been like that. Would have been impressive. Flyby. I mean, technically, if you put a big enough battery on a DJI, you can fly that thirty miles. Well, I've seen a quad fly across the channel to France. They weren't allowed to fly it from. Uh, one coast to the other they had to fly it underneath a dinghy so they but they flew uh why, why not wasn't that richard uh james may that did that one with um some... i think i can't remember it was a couple of years ago but i remember watching it um they i just know they weren't allowed to do it from one side to the other they had to be in a boat and they were above it well, I'm sorry they were under it in a boat and they were flying it across yeah i mean um with, under the CAA regulations in the UK, there isn't really anything beyond visual line of sight, the BVL uh, loss, because it's usually uh, line of sight or visual line of sight, VLOS, um, which is the determining factor because there hasn't been many tests on it. The technology is relatively new in the whole uh, aviation space. And so I think this is the start of further testing. The French mob were just trying to map out the electricity line. So they were following along uh, electricity pylons to try and map out the power distribution grid within Europe. So the, the actual technology, I mean, it's what it's what Amazon need to get into uh, legislation and um, regulation really to be able to do their deliveries uh, because they're going to have beyond visual line of sight 
And can you can you really see that very happening though? I really can't see that happening. Yeah, I can. You can. I, they're, they're be, yeah. I know what people are like. There, people would be shooting them down to rape parts from them, and but, but this is this is the whole problem, isn't it? And and the GSM network's not that secure. Obviously, no. they would have had nobody knowing about the flight until they've done it, so that they don't have anyone trying to attack it. But GSM network isn't that secure. You can jam things, you can knock out signals, and all that. That is one of the problems that Amazon will face. I mean, we, let's face it, people have already started to hack ATMs in the, around the world to spit out cash. So wherever there's something that people find desirable, um, people will try and break it. So Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. I, I, it's exciting, though, because that is the step forward to where you have your drone I, I don't know, man. I don't know if they're going to do that, deliver stuff by drone. Yeah, but can you imagine when you, when you run out of props and you're in the middle of a field and being able to sort of put an order through to Amazon and then having a drone fly sort of 40 miles to come and drop your set of props off? Yeah, but I'll just nick the drone. I think, props. you know, like, I, I'll tell you one thing. It's not going to happen with a quadcopter for a while. It's more fixed wing or at least a, like a vertical takeoff sort of aircraft that then uses a fixed wing um, to go further. But yeah. get your groceries delivered by Amazon. It's getting one step closer to it. They're going further and further and further as well, aren't they? You know, they've got they've got the uh, Alexia, and then you can now order. They, they've got like a new department for groceries and uh, everyday essentials like toilet paper and. Let's drone out with bloody grocery talk. <laughs> well, it is drone related. I mean, it's just saying, you know, Amazon. Of it is. Yeah, eventually, you will have that. Yeah. So you know, it won't be common, I mean, they will be delivering bread and milk. It'll to be, to be honest, be, I think it'll be called the Milkman 2.0. Well, the other thing is that is kind of um, related is the Chinese um, quantum communication stuff. I think once you actually get it where you've got an encrypted uh, uh, channel that can't be broken, then Beyond visual line of sight will will take it to the next level, but to be honest, that's still a while off yet. But Chinese are making headway with that. Mm. Maybe we'll get quantum um, communication on DJI drones in the future. You know? I wouldn't mind the carry being delivered by drone. That'd be quite nice. Um, speaking of DJI drones, has anyone heard about the jailbreaking of DJI drones? No, tell me, tell me more. <laughs> I do okay. actually own a Phantom Three professional well okay so we all know that DJI are imposing more and more safety restrictions you can't fly here can't fly there which is actually I, I, I'm a fan of just yeah. like Tony flying in the airports but like I do commercial operators and, and perhaps you've just spent your lots of money on your your DJI drone but you're not allowed to fly exactly where you want or how you want there is a Russian company that will uh, you can buy software to unlock it to make it just do whatever you ask it to do Fly up as high as it would go, fly over wherever you want to go. And yes, safety implications, but essentially jailbreak your DJI drone. Wow. Um, That's not good for um, safety, though, is it? For, you know, uh, is is, as it were. No. If is no. is want to do anything with it. It's only going to be a small amount of people that will use that, though. I mean, it's like anything, isn't it? There, there, there are safe drivers and there are unsafe drivers. Yeah, there are people that are going to operate their drones and fly them in places they shouldn't, and there are people that are going to respect it. So, but this is this is the ethical application of the technology. It's not the technology or the software to unlock it. But is it fault? It's the person's intention. But I think it's it's interesting that 
you know, like we were saying, if there's something in place, people will try and break it. And that's just one other aspect of it. Yeah. Where people are saying, look, I spent a thousand, two thousand, whatever on this uh, DJI drone, and now you're telling me I can't even fly it above, whatever. even though I have permission. I mean, there are ways of getting around that with DJI anyway. You can fly in areas that they wouldn't through their authentication unlock it. So it's, it's not like you really need to. That's where you have to give your credit card details, isn't it? Or your phone number or something? Phone number, yeah. It won't be long. I'm charging you per flight. You just swipe your card across the back of the uh, DJI yeah. and charge your keeping with our Keeping with our shout outs for people with FPV at the end of the day, and we've got uh, Matikala and Sloth FPV. Welcome to the chat, guys. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, going back on from the DJI, my, my Phantom does have to go beyond visual eyesight because I can see it sometimes still on a screen when I can't see it in the air. No too take? No, I mean, I'm just saying that, that that is possible. I have never done it. No, nor have I ever. What about you can see it through a telescope? Is that still on site? Is that still technically illegal? It's unaided. Actually, as the UK law goes, it's unaided. In other words, not through binoculars. So it actually very specifically says unaided. What about if you're wearing really thick glasses? But what if you're wearing glasses in general? Okay, the only way I think you'd get around it is if you said you had an augmented eye that was your own eye, so it's unaided because it's your own, but allows you to see uh, for compasses away. Then then I guess that's your only way around it. What about but then the that's discrimination? What? What about if you're blind and you fly using your ears? <laughs> <laughs> How many blind people do you know that fly by ears? I'm surprised we haven't seen any yet, but yeah. I mean, be little... actually, on... Um, I can't. It was, I think it was Rotor Riot. It was absolutely amazing when they the, the, the guy that had been in. I think he was in the war and he'd lost an arm and he was still flying FPV. And he's just like, yeah. wow, that's yeah, one ended. Yeah, no, I met went to meet with him, didn't he? Yeah, it was crazy. They gave him a, like I think they gave him a quad, but it's crazy. And that's that's why I said about you know um, blind people. Well, look at that that girl that's just been the social hit recently. You know, the viral thing where. She's uh, singing and playing the guitar, but then she's legally deaf. Wow. Was she deaf from the start of life, or was she deaf I later on? Definitely aged, I think it was 18, but I could be wrong. I, I'm sure it was around about 18 she went deaf. But still, it just goes to show that, you know, someone they can't hear can still play music. Yeah. There is a there was an old uh, a video where I saw um, this guy and he does echolocation so he clicks his his mouth and he listens for the vibration back and yeah, bat, bat boy. Watch out if it's a stone wall if it's a soft wall there's no reason why you couldn't fit a drone with so, some sort of echolocation and feed that back so you, there's no reason why someone who was blind couldn't fly a drone in that sense using audio to get around the, the vision or loss of lack of it was, wasn't what I was getting at, though. I was just, um, I was just. Well, you brought it up. We will we'll take it to it the end. About, of the it was about the aided um, line of sight thing, because I mean, I, I know the rules and I know the regulations and stuff, but I don't think I've probably read them in as much detail as I probably should, because obviously you have there are different sources and some of them just break it down into what we need to know for and stuff. But, uh, yeah, so I, I just, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know about the binoculars, which is why I asked. I was curious. Unaided. Yeah, Jay, back to yes. the back to the lizard. Do you think that little <laughs> two incher could give five inches a run for their money on a racetrack? 
because getting through a gate with a two-inch. Have we lost Tony? He looks like he's storing food in his cheeks at the moment. <laughs> Tony. Um, okay, and I actually mentioned this to uh, NJ last night. I said, well, this is where you're going to have to have start having class structures, aren't you? Like class uh, size races, because I did see a YouTube video or well, I saw the link to it saying that they can even get up to 100 miles an hour. I don't know if that's true or not, but at that point, it's you don't have to be as accurate to get through the gate, do you? So I, I at the moment, I think they could give them a run for the money, especially around a tight technical track. Um, and also when I saw the lizard in flight and it seemed to change direction um, on the, you know, in a flash that because it doesn't have the momentum to try and build up because the weight's a lot less, I think it would be a, an unfair advantage to have a lizard against a five inch or even a, let's say a 200 size quad race. Um, yeah, because there's, there was a lot of people uh, running three inches this year as well, weren't there? So I know I've, I've heard quite a few, few stories where people have been running three inch quads around the racetracks and stuff, and they're just absolutely smashing it, you know, because the power to weight is just crazy and the acceleration is really, really high. And when it comes to tightening tracks, they're getting around a lot quicker. Exactly. So it does have to come down to under 100 mil, 100 to maybe 150, 150 to 220, I don't know. But there are no sort of leagues even for the class size. Like in, in motorsport, you get the Formula Ford, you get all the different classes of engine size. Um, I think the same is going to have to start being introduced in. Yeah, and I think the size is probably a good class to work on as well, isn't it? Like two inch, three inch, four inch. I totally five. missed all of that. We asked you a question. <laughs> oh, I know, but I didn't hear it because I got kicked out. Um, it's so, an unfair advantage, yes. Maybe not flat out speed. But you could get prop wash because I've blown my mates overtaking them both five inch, and I've blown my mates out of the way, and they've they've never had a five inch quad, so. Tony's blown his risk. That's out of the way. Talking about micro quads and blowing out of the way. <laughs> have you seen the video of the guy who's been using the Dyson um, oh, um, fans, fans and flying the, the tiny whoops to get the boost for it? Have you what? seen that? No. Finally, post, so he's post, it, got, post he's it. Dyson, it. He's got the Dyson fans, the bladeless fans. Oh, they, yeah, they, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Set, set up a racetrack for the uh, for the tiny whoops. And as you fly through the through the fans, it sort of sucks you in and throws you <laughs> yeah, out the other end. Okay, answer in the chat if you've got any Dyson uh, bladeless uh, fans. <laughs> Maybe we should actually get Dyson to sponsorship uh, to sponsor a. Uh... <laughs> it's going to be the new DJI fan. <laughs> so you know, in all the racing games and stuff, you always had that power boost, didn't you? In the, the, the games. Yeah. I, I think it's a cool idea as well, especially in micro, setting up a few fans just to throw people's orientation. Come on, then we're going to have to try and find this. Let me just talk amongst yourselves. Why don't we? Um, why don't we make an LDO three-inch or two-inch quad and call it the house fly? Someone who said in there it, ch it changes direction like a house fly. Uh, NJ. Tiny Whoop Trials of Terror. Is that what it's called, uh, Jacob? Um, I'm trying to find it now. <laughs> oh, Tiny Whoop versus Tiny uh, Boost Gate. Is that it? I got one of the cheap 10 inch bl uh, bladeless fans. So it looks like you don't even have to get the Dyson one. You can just get some cheap knockoff one. Um, get the, uh, this might be the right one, and we recommend don't go away from the uh, chat at the moment. But there you go. Blah, 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 blah. 
is the, the right one. Actually, Sloth's asking what motors guys do you recommend for a five inch? There's only one that I would recommend Cobra motors. I know what you're going to say, Cobra. I'm going to say Brother Hobby. And, and, you, know, and you know what? I am flying F60s. F60s but, yeah. but All right, so that's it. We're, we're going to leave no, it no, there. Go on, no, carry I, on. This is good. I go. Recommend, I recommend the RS2205S Emaxes because the price against the power, against the reliability is just really good. In yeah, my <clears throat> I had a different idea. Like this, there's someone I, I don't think he's in the church today, but he did actually message me before I came on the show saying, I've got a Gravity 280. And he's only just started flying Acro and stuff. And he's saying, What frame should I get for around 50 pounds? And I said, Do you crash a lot? And he says, No, but yes. And it's like he was looking at the obsession. And I'm thinking, Well, that's just as tricky one as to what you should you buy for the five inch. Um, <sighs> There's so many different things out there. The oomph motors, sloth, by the way. The only thing I don't like is the. I've known lots of people to lose their prop nuts. I know. I love the idea that it's a, an Allen key, X key style lightning thing, but I have heard positives and negatives on that. I think they all have positives and negatives. Okay. Yeah, I was flying my brother hobby twenty six thousand kV on a quad what weighs three twenty grams, and get uh, using a sixteen hundred Overlander four S battery and getting three and a half minutes around a track, and that is really good, for, really good for twenty six hundred kV. You'd normally expect that on a um, twenty three hundred kV. So I've yet to test my brother hobby twenty three hundred KVs. I'll probably get four and a half, nearly five minutes on them. That's crazy. They're amazing. But no, I've just got I've just got the new ninety five C whatever they are AC batteries. Okay, well the gold ones. Yeah, and do you know what? I mean, personally, I can't tell any difference against the original ACs. But the one thing I will say is that they're such that they're, they're a lot better form factor. The the uh, yeah, because I found the original ACs too too long. Well, the, the original ACs are too too sort of bulky. So for like, for like the FSGX two ten, the um, the fossil FSGX two ten, they don't they don't fit in. You have to modify the trays and everything because they're too big. Yeah, and uh, they're just really really sort of quite big and wide. Whereas the new ones are are, are a bit slimmer and slightly longer. So yeah, from that point of view, I'm kind of sold on them, but. All those who have Cobra 2207s, either the 2450s or the 2600, which win races and championships, um, I'd say a Cobra 2207. Brother Holby, brother, brother. Or a 2205S. <laughs> I must admit, I, I have still... advantage that you buy cheap, buy twice. And I have still got Emacs on, on some of my quads, the, the original 2300s and 26,000 KV, and they, they're they still good. Old is gold. Yeah, but I, I mean, I've had the RS2205s, and I don't think I've ever busted one of them. They're bulletproof. Uh, they're good. They're good motors. They really are the Emacs. I've never had Cobra uh, apart from the. I've got the Cobra twenty one thousand kV race edition for my six inch quad, and I rate them. They're pretty good. But the Brother Hobby are so powerful, and they're they're just such nice motors. Okay, look, look, look. I think it was Chad Nowak who who rated the Brother Hobby. Tom Smith, NJ, myself, and many others of the co team Cobra. Just Cobra, Cobra, if you've never had them, try them. Just the, for the actual response that they have and the power that they have, even on a big 
Beast Have you flown Brother Hobby? Yes, and I do like them, Clint. But my argument to Jay is, has he flown Brother Hobby? Give me a set and I'll fly him for you. <laughs> Sending you some tomorrow. Oh, yeah! <laughs> how much, so how much are the Brother Hobby, how much are the Brother Hobby motors? So, uh, 19 quid each, I think. And how much, how much are the, uh, what was it, the Cobras? No, they're about eighteen fifty for a Cobra. Uh, I bought uh, one yesterday or two actually from, uh, and they were the RS the RS twenty two hundred five S's. I think I saw them for fourteen pound each the other day. By cheap, by twice. Yep. <laughs> no, they're not. They're, they're, they're good. Jack Jack calls them um, like they're like cheese and they fall to bits. But I've never had any of my uh, Emacs fall to bits. To be fair, but, I, but this is the problem, isn't it? I know. We've discussed this before. I think Emacs were had that sweet spot. They they had their quality control on the um, on the production line, but then everyone wanted the red bottoms, and everyone sort of then sort of. I think that their quality as they ramped up production started to lack, and sometimes could not necessarily go for the most popular ones out there. I remember Cobra doing the exact yes. thing a year but ago. Cobra went away and really knuckled down to say here we they go. They had to, didn't they, Jay? So according according to. Um, According to DroneInsider.org, the best Mini Quad Motors 2017, number one is the Brother Hobby uh, Hyperlite V4s, 2206, 2300 kV. Yep. Second place is the Armiton of 2206, 2300 kV. Bias, bias. Third place is Multicopter Builders, 2207, 2400 kV. Fourth place is Emacs RS2205Ss. Fifth place is T-Motor F60, 2207, 2200 kV. That's Drone Insider. I mean... I Listen to me, brother, Bobby. Look, you know, okay, he, herein lies the whole point of this whole conversation. ESCs, motors, they've all come a long way, and I think whichever of these we've discussed you bought, you'd probably end up being very happy with them. You would, you would be happy with all of them, because I, I own two motors as well, and they're great motors. It's an endless sort of discussion that we'll just all say one of the other. And, it's and, very, it's, it's yeah. a very opinionated uh, hobby, isn't it? It's like, for example, you'll know the Emacs X5s. I love them the pieces. Whereas yeah. you'll say chameleon, chameleon, chameleon all day, and Tony's going to say, I don't know what Tony will say. Go on, Tony. What's your favourite frame? I love the Revo. For me, the Re <laughs> I wonder why. I wonder. Why. <laughs> I love the Revo for me, but. It's a pain in the ass to build. That's all I can say. Um, but for other people like um, Smokey, he can build. Now he knows it so well, he can build it, redo it. He can re-rig it in minutes. So if he did crash out, he'd be ready for the next round. And the the arms, the way they are, I think give give him a lot of um, a lot of stuff on the start. You know, he's got. He's got quite a quicker acceleration and stuff. Um, but even so, I'm still loving my um, old fossil stuff, my my um, old 210 plastic. Yeah, I've, I flew the quad that I designed around, um, well, me and my mate designed around um, Summers, Summers Pond. And then I went back to my fossil stuff and I was carrying a GoPro and it was heavy and stuff it's like 550 grams or something but i was i was i loved it i loved that bloody fossil stuff i really do so i don't know it all depends on you best and frame, your what what you want to do with it quid. best frame for 50 quid 
I don't know. There's, is there a frame for 50 quid? I've never bought a frame for 50 quid. Well, no, quid, there is so. a frame for 50 quid because, like, the X5 is a lot less than 50 quid with a PDB. X, X5 with PDB, 26 <laughs> quid on eBay. The trouble with is, this might already have And a Beck as well. So, 5 volt and a 12 volt Beck. It used if to be a lot when there was, wasn't so many bits of that. And it comes with a spare arm and a spare top plate. What would you? What would your starter quad be? Nowadays, RX2205S is with a race flight flight controller. I'm getting annoyed with race flight. I actually put. Um, I flew the, uh, one of my quads the other day on race flight, and it flew crap. And then I, me and uh, uh, Bradders put. Um, the latest Boris on race flight, and it it flew beautiful. Absolutely, I was like, "This is um, so good. This is so much better." Weird, weirdly, now I find my race flight setup is better for freestyle, and my Boris feels so much better for um, racing. That's, that's, that's just you know, how I feel. The reason I say race flight first for a new flyer. It's because obviously the simplicity of it. Oh, the setup is on yeah. race flight. I love. Yeah, so that's why the FSG X210, RS2205 or 2205S yeah. is, and the race flight flight controller, because I think that's about, I think that's a really good starting point. I do as well. Something, I really do. Be really um, fucking strong, easy to set up. The setting up on the, on the race flight is brilliant. <laughs> I've got to do it right now. <laughs> he said uh, the. Cobras have a better build quality. <laughs> he wins. Yeah. Did they though? Like a year ago? What's that? Oh, nothing. Just talking about Cobra a year ago. But there doesn't seem to. If you look at the, if you, I don't know how true the specs are, but if you look at the specs, there's never much in it. Like between the RS twenty two hundred five S's, when you look at the power, and you know, the, not, I think there's not. There's not. I mean, numbers. If you buy any of them, you'll, you'll do well with any of them. It's like the, uh, the race, not the race flight, but the um, what are those cheap Chinese motors that cost like six quid each? Oh, the uh, race star. Yeah. yeah, people have been running them on D Shot six hundred, and they've been smooth as anything. I mean, I've seen yeah. videos of them hover there. You're like, no, they can't be six quid each. Yeah. So, I, is there a lot in it? Just the build quality and stuff. But if you're going to spend six, well, does it matter? I mean, my, my Cobras did survive a uh, four four mil um, base plate being smashed and eventually cracking in two. However, when a plaid went into the ground upside down, it did actually finally knock one. So, motors will take a beating, and motors do fail. Um, of course, they do. It's a, it all depends how you crash as well, doesn't it? So. The thing is, as well, I mean, uh, I saw Mr. Thrust flying a, a race star motors at uh, the show, and to be honest, you can get fast motors that fly like a dream. So. Yeah. But by according to your budget, I actually never tried Cobra motors before, and I'd seen lots of great things about them. But that's why I went for the Cobras. Um, same for the brother hobby. Who who is buying them then? Was it who actually asked that one? Striker? No, who was it? I can't remember. <laughs> uh, I think it was Fluff. Uh, and he hasn't been <laughs> drinking. <laughs> Jay's drinking. Jay, Jay's not been drinking, and he can't remember. It's too hot. Yeah. You see the red in my face. It's just like from the heat. So your brain's not working. Tony, we, we've worked out that when you drink, you talk. So we're going to have to play with alcohol every single week. <laughs> Send me a bottle every week. I'll be fine. Imagine, you imagine the LDO Christmas special sitting there with uh, with bottles of wine and and, and whiskey. 
In fact, we should actually have a big get together for a Christmas party. And we're, we, we're talking about all these other things in the summer. We still have to plan so much. It's just. No, we've got to do an LDO get together and do a, a 24 hour live stream in the middle of a field. It's got to be done. I think with everyone so far around the country, maybe we should choose somewhere central as well. So more on that another day. We could do that. I'm, I'm not fussed. Maybe uh, the airport or something. <laughs> we've got nice big runways we could set a racetrack up. Actually, I like style. Yeah, I'm sure that go down really well. <laughs> Power looping the planes as they come into land. I am joking, by the way. As yeah, just to clarify before anybody goes and sets a racetrack up on it. <laughs> yeah, don't be silly. Actually, many people. Um, was it Alex Edit did a tiny race around some uh, planes in the US not so long ago. He has been flying over some uh, some four sevens and stuff. Yeah, we need some interesting. Are we, well, are we got, nice day, what we do is we all get lizards for Christmas. Yeah, um, man. 24-hour FPV flying around. But by then, who knows? There might even be more agile or even faster ones. I keep on look, wanting to look at this tiny boost gate. Thanks, Benton. I want to see this. What's I've up, said in the chat earlier. Uh, but there might be other versions of it. Such a good <laughs> idea. Such a good idea. So what he's working on what at the moment. He's building what? Is anyone doing anything exciting in the drone flying world or building world? Or um, no, I'm just switching my race flight to um, Boris again on my other on my other cord. I can't remember the last time I flew. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. We're supposed to be going on Sunday. I think we're going to do um, a quarry. That should be pretty cool. But um, yeah, got some catching up to do. That's for sure. And break some quads. Mr. Frost says there's a new um, on quadcopter.co.uk is the new track on Rotor Rush. So, quadcopter's track, if you've seen um, HBI Guy or Tom flying that, that is now on Rotor Rush. So you can actually fly that, which is pretty cool. I think quite a lot of people I've seen have been doing it the wrong way around been flying it the wrong way around so start doing it right way people please flying we heard a hit from tony the race star director is saying fly the right way around yeah people have been flying the wrong way no i, I think there needs to be more wing racing as well that that sort of hasn't really taken off it hasn't taken off yet i think it will i think it'll be good um Hopefully. There, there are rules in in the works, so it will come. But I don't think it's going to happen this year. I mean, it has been there has been wing racing though, isn't there for for a while? It's not a new it's not a new thing. I mean, they they have had gates and stuff, haven't they? Well, I think it's more in America than here. Yeah, I mean, we've got a guy we've got a guy locally that used to do wing racing. Um, wing so, walking. <laughs> wing walking, yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Got <laughs> a big enough wing and walking while someone else Stand, around. Standing, standing on a wing with FPV, circling yourself. There you go, Mr. Smith. There's, there's, there's your next, uh, next task. <laughs> so, I still try, one, one guest that we're still trying to get on is Tom Smith, and I, I think next time I'm up north, I'm going to drop past him and uh, kidnap him and put him on the phone. <laughs> Not for helping him. Or say something. 
Talking of guests, we had Le Dribon. Is he in Ireland yet? And is he coming to the UK? Does anyone know? Have we got any inside stuff? As far as I know, there was a map that was put on Motor Riot where they're actually going out to Cornwall and everything. But I don't think it was accurate. And I don't know. I'm not sure when they actually arrive. If anyone finds out, don't forget to uh, mention the water and they, they leave they leave in uh, two days time and there is uh, an application form on uh, Google documents that you can fill in with your name where you're at your email address do you trust us with your mobile phone number can we crash at your flat any ideas for cool places to fly what about interesting things to do ie paddle boats and romantic floats down the river and future challenges so they, they put an application up about an hour ago. So, nope. have we put in an LDO meter here where you can sleep at Chase? <laughs> Everyone crash in mine. So, come and sleep on your floor. As long as you bring quad parts or stuff. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting. I mean, it'd be good to uh, hopefully catch up with them. I, I, we have to sort of try and touch base with them when, when they're. It'd be way. nice. It'd be nice for our show and good for theirs, I think. Um, I think. I think Chad would like it. Now, Ladrib is definitely a part of the team. Well, it's official, isn't it? They did announce, yeah. announce that. Because the other day I looked on and um, I didn't actually have him listed as the vote to write thing. And I, I think a lot of people would just see him as a special guest. But he's officially part of that team. So. He is a part of that team now, which is all good. Yeah. They've updated their uh, photos and everything on the Right Right page. So if you go to Right Right, is it rightright.com? Yeah, maybe even the banner at the top of the Facebook page. Yeah, so on their Rotor Riot page now, there is actually a picture of Ladrib holding his camera. Yeah. It evens the numbers out now, so they actually have an even amount of pilots, so it makes a nice little rectangle. Which That's is really good. Cool. <laughs> the map is just a squiggle. I did, I did realise that, Mr. Thrust. <laughs> it's just amusing. <laughs> they go out on a rowboat out into the uh, channel again and back across. <laughs> You know, we were actually only going to do a short show tonight. Yet Tony's drinking. <laughs> he is. He's getting hungry now. You know, when you drink and then you start getting hungry. Uh, no, when you're hungry and then you get really thirsty. Yeah. When you get full and you fall asleep. Yeah, I need to eat food. Yeah. It's still still uh, veggie, by the way. I've heard that he is. I've heard that uh, another Team V candidate. Who's that? Deal. I don't think he's gone back to eating meat anytime, shall I? Hopefully not. Hi, Chris. Thanks for tuning in, Chris. Always a pleasure. You're around. So I'm trying to type. You know when you start speaking, what you're typing. Yeah. <laughs> um, we are. I, I was in touch with Metal Danny, who's uh, off to China to do some racing uh, next week, and I did say we'd like to get him on the show, so we might have Metal Danny on soon. Um, who's Said it might be his last race, and I did ask why, and he said, "Because there's too many young kids coming into it." <laughs> so, yeah, so that'd be interesting to hear how he gets on with it. I like Danny. I I um I met him when he came over to the um, UK drone show, not this year, but the year before. Uh, he, can you believe? Like I moan because all of the FB races, FPV races this year are all up north, and I can't be bothered to go there. So I haven't gone to any FBV stuff this year, any proper races, because they're too too far away, four and a half hours or whatever. And Metal Danny drove from Holland in his transit van 
down through France, across the channel, met me in Crawley, and I set him up a bed and breakfast. I couldn't let him stay at my house. Uh, I can't remember why, dogs or something. Something was happening. Um, met him in Frankie and Benny's and took him to uh, his bed and breakfast, and then we travelled all the way up to Birmingham the next day. So he's a guy who will put miles on the clock to race. Uh, I, I really quite like metal danny he's he's nice and he and one of the people that have has had you know like the fame in the lift off when you've got the metal danny edition of one of the quads in there and that's yeah. wow he's always been there in the since the start as it started to take off he has he's always been there and what i liked about him is that he always wanted to run a gopro on his camera for uh on his quad because he wanted the nice footage all the time he knows it slows him, slows him down, but he just... But like the RL thing where they all have, you know, HD recording on the front. If everybody does it, and I think even BVF, PVRA, FPVRA, BFPVRA, I've always said that perhaps everyone should just fly with the HD camera on there. Well, we've got the split now, so we'd be able to be lighter and HD, so I think that's going to make an awesome... Um, uh, it's just gonna it's gonna help a lot. Oh, the drip says hello everybody. By the way, he might be tuned in. Hey, what's up? Yeah, the split I think is amazing, especially since uh, seeing Oscar Lang's um, GoPro mod, and everyone's doing the GoPro uh, GoPro lens mod on it now, just so it's not quite as wide field of view, so you don't see the edges of the frame and as much prop in there. It's actually looking very, very, very appealing. But like someone said. It's only going to be on your micro builds because otherwise you've got to buy a split for every every quad. Well, yeah. So. Um, well, we, yeah, but everyone will. But it would be good if they if they brought out the board where you can just have the HD recording aspect and just hook it up to your FPV camera. There's no do reason have, why they can't do that. Do they, they have a separate on them yet? Do we have a, an idea of how much they're going to be, or is that, that not being it's announced? Sixty yet? quid in it or something. Hey, Ladrib. That's not too bad, is it really? Lens there by. I tell you what, hey, Lens liquor. Hold on, hold on. Just, just because he asked, and we will confirm. I've got my phone here. <laughs> well, I'm Jay. <laughs> well, I haven't got one on it next to me, so yeah. Yeah. Can oh, he come must... on? Can he? Can we get him on? Can he? Can he come on and tell us anything? The drip. Um, can you come on quickly and tell us anything? Left. We've got three minutes left of the show, but he said yes. We could uh, make it three and a Yes, Mr. Lennon. <laughs> Looking, maybe. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe if he's in the UK, we could hook up and, and get a live drip and steel show next week. We could. That would be good. I would uh, take a day off for that. Ah, he's driving at the moment. So, so you obviously you're not typing on your phone and driving at the same time, are you? You're being I think if in America you can do that on a mobile phone, it doesn't matter. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Benson, Tony, have you got any lenses to lick? Hashtag. Uh, no lenses. Yeah, I've, I've, I've got one. I've got on my uh, a few about three, <laughs> a three, three um. Three videos back on my YouTube, I did a lens liquor. <laughs> you know, it has started a trend, and when we don't have a guest on, we don't have anyone to look at a lens. So we'll, maybe we have to have an appointed thing I've done this week. If we don't have a guest on, we have to lick a lens. Yeah. Crashes, Ladrib crashes. No! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Stop text. Stop texting and driving. <laughs> We're looking Thanks. forward to hooking up with you, uh, Drew, next week, hopefully. It's so exciting to have people of fame and fortune coming across to the UK. It'd be great. More little island. Fame and fortune. Can we uh, do a hashtag lens liquor and see if we can get like Instagram you people? Give the hashtag Tony. You just put a hash in front of your phrase and post it. Well, let's do it then. Hashtag. Yeah, yeah. You can do it on Facebook, Twitter, even obviously. Let's do it. Let's get hashtag lens liquor trending. <laughs> Come on, I'm everyone. Posting. We do want it. to see everybody on the LDO wall. On the uh, LDO Facebook wall, we want to see pictures of you licking your lenses. As soon as I finish this, I'm going to do lens and then, liquor. And then at some point, we should do a prize draw for the person that licks the most dirty lens. <laughs> no, no. We, we, are, we actually want all the people that listen in to be healthy, not uh, plagued by bugs and disease. So really, don't lick them if they're the two. I just thought the most perfect one was when, uh, was, uh, when Clegger had that accident at uh, Mini Air Show. With the uh, thing in front of his legs. Was yeah, that cow, with a cow pat. Yeah. I know, it was a piece of sheep dropping, wasn't it? But it looked like a massive moon rock that was in front of it. It, it filled up the whole screen and it was just a little drop. It's like the five second rule, though, isn't it? If, it, if your food lens <laughs> it, you call you five you seconds, you can still lick the lens. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> where is this going? Let's see if we can get it trending. I want to go on Instagram and look at lens liquor and there would just be hundreds of people doing it well you need you need the same hashtag for everyone to use so you kind of have to choose one lens liquor or camera yeah lens liquor lens liquor that's what it's hashtag lens liquor everyone use it please ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, excellent um yeah what other news have we got then anything or we're up to our hour now wow yeah, well, I want to go and enjoy the uh, the last of the nine o'clock sun. It's still bright outside. It is still light outside. Still, I can go and fire quad right now. Hashtag okay. There's actually no wind whatsoever, so I get I might get my Dan up to quad out and have a little fly. Blah. Oh, we teams lens liquors. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, excellent. All tomorrow and then over the next few months now we need to get for the right. Well, now you're confusing things. Are we doing team lens liquor or lens liquor? No, just lens liquor. Just lens okay. liquor. It's kind of like a play on the window licking idea. But it's not, because obviously we're not stupid and, and uh I go in. It's not tone. Yeah, it's truth, mate. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, buddy. And uh has anyone contacted Stu from UAV Futures yet? I, I came so close last night to get hey, come on our show. Uh, I've asked um, Paul a couple of times, and he has texted him, but that was when he was having his baby, so that's all done now. So if we can get in hold of Paul again, we might. I, I might see if I can text uh, message Paul and see if we can see if we can ask him again. Like I said, we've got Dan Mildani hopefully coming up in the start of July. If anyone else that you'd like to see on the show that we can contact and pester until they come on, aka Tom Smith, we have tried with Tom Smith. Maybe I'm just going to kidnap him. Um, just let, drop us a, a note on the comments below. If you haven't uh, subscribed, to make sure you find out for the show. If you just do so now, click the bell to always get notified when we go live. Mm. Thank you very much. Well, 
<clears throat> I say Tony needs some food. I yep. need a drink, and Clinton needs to fly. Yeah, I need to fly. I do. I'm gonna. I was gonna fly my little QX95 in the garden before it gets too dark. So yeah, if only it was easier. Only... got about 45 minutes, I reckon. It's crazy, isn't it? Nine o'clock, and it's still bright up there. I mean, <laughs> we we were out on the top of Hidden Valley Hill last night. And it didn't get dark till 10.30. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. And I've just put my uh, shrink wrap on the floor as well. So it I've got to up and organise it now. Yeah, I need to get some uh, things organised. And bears and stuff organised. And a little like travel pack organised. Oh, so where are you going? So much to do. Where are you going, Jay? Um, no, I'm hoping to... Just away and go like on a you know just go fly overseas i want to just fly around the world we all want to do that no the truth is actually all my bits of all my quad bits over there since winter have been so disheveled and so disorganized i need to organize everything so i've got a pack for when i you know if i ever go north or, or south or anywhere just so i know i've got everything that i need to do and clegger is one of the experts in it and he's not in the chat today but Plega is um any spare parts he's always got it whiskey well Stuart Bailey yep. <laughs> well we've we've already got people on Facebook uh hashtag lens liquor <laughs> Danny Taylor is, uh, hashtag lens liquor <laughs> brilliant so I've just Punched done it let's, let's, get, let's get that trending let's get it going I'm gonna go and do it in a minute yeah, all right, guys. Well, thanks again for tuning in. We are going to call this a night now. In fact, well, anything else you guys want to say before we uh, finish it up? Enjoy the flying. Enjoy the weather. And uh, yeah, try not to crash too hard. Don't forget to lick your lenses. Hashtag lens liquor. Keep them clean. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in once again for Let's Drone Out. Where will be what we're doing next week? We don't really know because we don't even know what we do from day to day. We don't even know what we do to the start of each of these shows, but it's always fun. Thanks for tuning in. You guys make it awesome because we wouldn't do it if there was no one tuning in. Yeah, thanks guys for tuning in. It's great. Awesome. Yeah. And we'll see you all next week. Woo! Peace. See you next week.